Welcome to this week's episode of the One Play Sports Podcast. My name is David Hevener, and I'm the host of the show. The past couple of weeks in the sports world has been busy, to say the least. The MLB season is heading into the last third of the regular season, and the NHL and the NBA are both in the second rounds of their respective playoff runs. The NBA sent shockwaves into the rest of the sports world when the Milwaukee Bucks decided to sit out of Game 5 of their first round playoff series against the Orlando Magic last Wednesday night. They did this to bring awareness to the social injustice going on in our country because of the shooting of Jacob Blake, who lived right outside the city of Milwaukee. This cancellation sent a ripple effect throughout the entire sports world, including the MLB, the NHL, the NBA obviously, and even the NFL. Different playoff games and practices and regular season games were canceled because of this. Different players from all around the professional sports leagues in America decided to sit out of their respective either practices or playoff games to protest the injustices that go on in this country. And they didn't just sit out from this time and do nothing with it. They were actually very productive in the time off that they took off. Players like Chris Paul, who is the head of the NBA Players Association, used this time to get his teammates registered to vote and emphasize the importance of everyone to vote because that's how you can really make a change in a country regarding something like racial injustice because with what the NBA is doing is great when they put Black Lives Matter on the court and players are wearing sayings on the back of their jersey. But at the end of the day, that's all just symbols and doesn't really do anything regarding change. Getting people registered to vote to elect different officials or contacting lawmakers to get different laws changed, that is something that can actually make a change and make a difference in what is going on in our country today. The NBA players were also able to convince each of the owners to have or to open up the NBA arenas that they are in for polling sites for the election in November. And this is a great thing because this allows ample amount of room for tons of people to come in and vote safely. And that's just a great thing that the NBA owners did all across the country. And it was great to see the players use their platform to make changes like that. Their respective practices and games resumed on Friday or Saturday, and the playoffs are still underway currently. This week, instead of doing an interview, I decided to share another personal story of mine. I got a request from some of the members of the Hornet Sigil team to really share and go in depth into my internship and my thoughts on it. So that's what I'm going to do. With that being said, let's get into the story. So I applied for the internship about mid-June and I heard back from Jay Starling, who was my internship manager, about mid-July that he wanted to interview me. I did about two interviews that were about a week apart. And then I eventually got offered the internship, I think it was like August 8th or 9th in the second week of August. And I started the internship September 4th, which was either that Tuesday or Wednesday past Labor Day. I remember where I was when I got the email that I was offered the internship position as well. I was working a double shift at my second location of the day at the summer job that I had at the time. For those of you that don't know, I currently work for the wine 
YMCA of Cape Cod as a lifeguard. It's a summer job that I had starting back in high school and I worked there my senior year of high school and then throughout the summers in college as well and whatever breaks that I had. Um, and that's where I'm currently working as I look for a full-time job in the sports world. But I was working my second shift of the day. I had worked at a water park in the morning Um, with the camp there. They do certain field trips once a week and that week was to a local water park. Funny enough, that water park is actually where they filmed the water park scene in the movie Grown Ups. I was working that afternoon at our main branch in the pool area. I was just checking my phone Um, because we were on a break. And I knew that I was going to be expecting an email. If not that Thursday, probably that Friday, the decision as to whether or not I got the internship or not. And the Hornets at that point were kind of my last hope for an internship because I've been in contact with some local people about doing an an internship at a local TV station, but didn't really have anything going officially besides the Hornets internship. And obviously the Hornets internship was what I wanted because I want to go into sports. Like that was the best opportunity that I had going for me by far. So I ended up getting the email that Thursday night from somebody at HR saying that I got the internship. And then I got an email shortly after from Jace welcoming me to the team. That's kind of the story of how I found out I got the internship. Skip a couple of weeks into the last week of August, I drove down to Charlotte, stopping at Liberty for the opening football game of the season against Syracuse because it was the biggest football game we've ever had in school history. It was our first time at home facing a top 25 opponent, and it was also the first game of the Hugh Freeze era as well, so that was something that I definitely did not want to miss. I had a great night in Lynchburg seeing some friends and going to the game. We got beaten pretty bad by Syracuse, but it was still really fun just to see some old friends catch up because it was my first first time being back at Liberty post-graduation as well. So just being able to see campus again and be in the football stadium was really cool as well. I remember how hot it was that August night too, because it was brutally hot all day from the drive down because we had stopped in Winchester the previous night to Lynchburg. And then we did some stuff around Lynchburg that day, getting some last minute shopping done for stuff for me in Charlotte. But I remember how hot it was that night as well, because in the third quarter, I went to go get a bottle of water um, because I was obviously dying of thirst. It was so hot and humid out all day. And they were completely out of bottled water in the entire stadium. All they had was fountain soda left, which was not the best option, but it got the job done at least for the moment. And then got some bottled water later on. But I ended up staying the night in Lynchburg with some friends and then continued the next three hours on to Charlotte the next day. I made it to Charlotte a few days before my internship was actually supposed to start. I got there on a Sunday and I moved in to the place that I was supposed to be living the day after the football game at Liberty on that Saturday. My mom helped me get everything into the place that I was staying and situated and making the place actually livable. Um, I actually ended up being really fortunate and ended up living about a 10 minute drive from the arena. I ended up staying in Wesley Heights, which is about a 10 minute drive to the arena, like right on the west side of Charlotte within about two miles from Bank of America Stadium, which is where the Carolina Panthers currently play and FC Charlotte will be in the next couple of years. I ended up actually going past Bank of America Stadium about every day, whether it be to or coming from work, which was really cool being able to see a stadium like that every single day. Thankfully, I was able to get connected with somebody that I went to school with at Liberty and he knew somebody that needed a room rented in a townhouse 
right outside of Uptown. And thankfully, I was able to get connected with that person and rent the room in the townhouse pretty affordably, which was really nice. Because I know there were some interns that had to commute from 45 minutes or an hour outside the city, um, whether it be living down near South Carolina or on the north side of Charlotte as well. And I was just really thankful to have a short commute every day. So fast forward to Tuesday, I started my internship on September 4th, which was an orientation day. We had to dress up like we would for a normal job interview because that was the Hornets way of preparing us for an eventual job interview down the road. They wanted us to be prepared as to how we should look and dress appropriately. For the first day, HR put on a presentation for us and we all met the department heads and the intern group did some icebreaker games to kind of mesh a little bit, get to know each other a little bit more um, and just kind of gain some familiarity with each other. Um, That was a lot of fun just to get to know the group a little better. And then HR gave us some lunch and then we got an arena tour. During the arena tour, we got to see all the different levels of the arena and each intern was shown where they would be working in the stadium, kind of like what their works station was like. During the tour, I was shown where I was going to be working, but I wasn't exactly sure of who was part of the digital team that I'd be working with. Um, I hadn't met JC yet at the time. I saw some familiar faces with some people that I had matched with on LinkedIn, but I still wasn't really sure who everybody was. I still hadn't been formally introduced to Jace when I left the building for the first time on after the first day, but I actually ran into him when I was leaving because I left for the day thinking, oh, I'll just email him and hopefully he'll get back to me about I was like does this guy still work here I was like I never met him didn't hear from him all day but ironically enough I met and I ran into him as he was coming into the arena as I was leaving because I saw somebody that looked familiar off in the distance and he saw me as well and he was like oh hey like he recognized who I was so we finally met for the first time and shook hands and he formal he formally welcomed me to the team and I asked him what time I had to be in the next morning he said 10 a.m would work and that's the time I was there The second day, I ended up meeting everyone on the digital team. During the second day, Jace ended up giving me another arena tour, showing me everything that I would need to know about the internship position and giving me little pointers about which elevators and which staircases could get me to where I needed to go the quickest. Because especially for my internship, speed is very important. If I need to get from event level, which is where the players are, to the suite level or the the 300 level, which is the nosebleed or of the arena I needed to know how to get there as quick as possible and it's a massive arena but I kind of picked up on everything pretty quickly whether it be just learning different shortcuts and it's crazy to me to still think that I know that arena like the back of my hand and I know it probably better than some of the full-time staff members that have worked there for really long just with all the going around the arena that I had to do within the four months that I was there and also if I had any questions Jace would obviously be super happy to answer them for me um, especially in the beginning because I was learning my way around the arena during the arena tour we covered everything from the suite level which is where our offices were where we worked during the day where I worked producing a lot of the content that I did to the event level, which is where the locker rooms were. That's where most of our interactions with the players were. That's where the media area was for game days. That's where the control room was for the entire arena. That's where the press conference room. I spent most of my time down there, especially on game days. I got to see the press conference room for the first time and the arena control room as well. It was really cool to see the control room as well, because it was something that was pretty similar to what we had at Liberty. I mean, obviously, some of the things were different. Um, it was a bigger switchboard for the CD because um, there was a lot more cameras and different things going on. But it was cool to see that what I was learning at Liberty 
was out in the real world as well and be able to apply to think that, you know, I could work in one of these environments and be completely comfortable with what was going on. And then Jace also took me out on the floor because they did have the floor up, thankfully. So it was the first time that I actually got to walk out on an NBA floor, an empty arena. And that was kind of a surreal experience for me because it was something that I had never done before. And just, you know, I really took the moment in and was like, wow, I'm actually here. Like, this is actually happening. So that was just really cool. And I took that moment in and it was just really cool just to be able to experience that for the first time and being able to show people around the arena as well and be able to see their reactions going on to an NBA floor for the first time as well was really cool also when I was able to do that throughout my internship. So the first couple of weeks were kind of slow approaching training camp and media day. Some of the players came in for voluntary workouts and we got to do some shooting of them working out in the weight room. That was kind of my first real close interaction with the players. One of the things that I really loved about the players on the Hornets was how genuine, like, nice and good people they were. Um, One of the things that if you think about athletes, some of them can be stuck up or just difficult to deal with. And that wasn't the case with any of these guys. They were all genuinely nice people. And throughout the internship, whenever I had interactions with some of the players, they would always say hi or dap me up or whatever. They were all really honestly cool to work with. The first couple of weeks also included me getting used to Final Cut Pro, which is the program that I would be using to produce all of the videos for Hornets.com from the interviews and the other social recaps as well. I was able to use Final Cut Pro and create short, less than a minute videos of some of the players working out in the weight room. And those were some of the, those were the first videos that I was able to produce and have go up on the Hornet social media account. And that was a really cool thing just to be able to see something that I worked on on an NBA team social media, because I knew that a ton of people were going to see it. Well, that was like the coolest thing ever for me. One of the funnier things that I learned about during the internship was actually shared with me within the first couple of weeks leading up to training camp. We were in the weight room during some of the voluntary workouts and there was country music playing as opposed to their usual heavy rap music that they would listen to. And I asked my supervisor, Jace, like, what's going on? Like, why is there country music instead of the heavy rap? He said it's something called White Guy Wednesday, where if there was a white guy in the weight room and it was on a Wednesday, he would get to pick whatever music they listened to. And for this instance, it was center Cody Zeller, who was in the weight room that day. And he's a huge fan of country music. So they had on Florida Georgia line while they were pumping iron. He noticed when I was in there that I was vibing to the music because I love country music as well. And he was like, oh, you like that music? And I was like, yeah, I'm a huge fan of country music. Then he asked me what my name was and I introduced myself and we shook hands because back in that day, you could still do that. And he was just a super nice player. And I always enjoyed my interactions with him. But yeah, that's one of the funny little tidbits that I learned about the NBA during my time down in Charlotte. Apparently, that was a league wide thing at the time. I don't know if that still exists now. But if it does, that's hilarious. And that definitely made me laugh for a while to learn that little tidbit about the NBA. During the first couple of weeks, I also got some gear from the digital team that included polos that I would need for game days as well. Because on game days, we had to wear a polo with our credential, and then we could wear jeans and Nikes or Jays. Um, That was kind of our game day apparel. I currently still wear a lot of the Hornets gear that I was either given or purchased myself. The dress code was pretty relaxed throughout the internship. Like I said, for game days, you have the polos and jeans and Jays. But then even on days where we were just coming in to cover practice, you could wear jeans and sneakers like Nikes or Jays and then 
any other t-shirt, honestly, as long as it didn't have any logo of another NBA team on it, which was super nice. And I know, at least that was from the digital department for my department. I know there were other interns that had to dress up for a different situation. Each department is different and how they go about things, especially if they're on the business side, they are going to have a more formal dress code. But just speaking for me, being a part of the media, the dress code was pretty relaxed, which was super nice. Pre-training camp also included two media days, which were a lot of fun. We had something called Internal Media Day, where we shot videos to create GIFs of the players that we would use on social media. We had different props that they could use. I know we had a hot dog hat. We had a, a bowl with a spoon, like creating like a stirring, like if some like a hardened celebration, like players imitating that. And we had a bunch of other things. If you want to go check those GIFs out, go check the Hornets GIFs on Giphy, the most recent ones, because that's what was created while I was there. And then the day before training camp, we had a league-wide media day, which is where every team around the league has people in from the local media to either take pictures of them or just do stuff with the players to get that stuff taken care of for the rest of the year. Players come in in their uniforms and either get interviewed or do different things. Because I know one of the things that our department did was we ran a live show where Matt Urchinski, our digital team leader, and then our radio announcer, they caught up with the players for the first time since the summer. They got to ask them like how their summer was, um, what their expectations were for the upcoming season. I know that a couple of our players, um, Billy Hernan Gomez and Nick Batum, got to participate in the FIBA Basketball World Cup. So they got to ask the players about their experiences as well during that, which was a really cool experience um, just to be able to hear about what they did overseas throughout the summer. After that crazy busy morning, everybody packed up and left for UNC Chapel Hill, which is where the Hornets training camp was going to take place that year. I ended up meeting the team two days later in Chapel Hill for days three and four of training camp. Training camp was where I really learned what I was going to be doing for throughout the internship. That's kind of really where the rubber hit the road and I was kind of expected to start to know what I was doing. Well, obviously I was expected to know what I was doing, but that's when I really kind of found out what the rest of the season was going to be like. Um, It was there that I got to experience media scrums for the first time and interview players at the banner and kind of just get used to shooting those interviews, learning how to set up the camera, dealing with other people around you as well. That kind of took a little while to get used to, but I kind of got the hang of it pretty quickly. And once I did, it was kind of smooth sailing from there. Um, It was something that I had to do every time we had a home game or a practice or a shoot around doing those style of interviews and producing them and getting them ready to put on hornets.com. And then at training camp as well, I was able to create two social recaps for days three and four of training camp with the practice session. On day three, Jace shot practice and then gave me all this footage and I had to break everything down and create a one minute highlight style video of what happened at practice. And for the fourth day, Jace had to go back home to Charlotte for something. So I was given the opportunity to shoot practice and produce the whole recap myself, which was honestly an awesome experience because just being an intern, you know, having that responsibility placed on you. I mean, it wasn't a lot of pressure, but it definitely was something that I was glad to have that opportunity to do because we had practice from about 10 a.m. to noon and then the video had to go out as soon as possible. Basically, the goal was early that afternoon. So it was 
get back to the hotel and then just basically work, go through all the footage, see what was best, and then produce the social recap. It was a great experience for sure with me just being an intern and being able to have that responsibility placed on me. It was something that definitely helped shape me into the person who I am today. Being a video producer and being able to put out content in a timely manner. Also at UNC, we got to go out and explore some of the iconic UNC restaurants and bars that were hangout spots for students. Um, And it was super cool because I'd never been to Chapel Hill before and got to see the campus of UNC for the first time. One of the producers that works for the Hornets, Nick Bullock, I actually interviewed him for the last podcast, but he gave us some different cool spots to go to. And some of the people that also because they're from the North Carolina area had been there before. So I just kind of followed them. They made some good recommendations and had a good time following them around Chapel Hill. After training camp, there was the preseason, which was about a week and a half. Um, That was kind of the first time I ever got real game experience um, before the regular season tipped off. It was super important to have those because that kind of really showed me what game days look like, how long they are, and just what the flow of a normal game day would be like. A game day could go anywhere from 9.30 in the morning or 10 o'clock to about midnight. Being one of the video people, you have to make sure everything is uploaded and produced and set before you leave. Usually some of the first ones in and the last ones out after a long day and you're back in in the office at 10 o'clock the next morning to do it all over again. During the preseason, we also got to experience media meals as a team for the first time on game day. Because every game day, the Hornets bring in some local restaurants that cater, the media, as well as the full-time staff or the employees of the Spectrum Center have their own area where they eat. But we ate with the media because we were part of the media. And there were different restaurants that came in. They had everything from Mediterranean food to barbecue to Italian to I don't remember what else there was, but I know that they had some other really awesome options as well. And they rotated probably between like four or five different things with an occasional um, surprise in there. And then during the preseason as well, I got to do my first press conference and be a part of that and learn how to set up the camera and how we get everything ready to do the press conference with coach James Borrego and get that set to go up live on the website right after about 10 minutes after the game during the preseason as well there was a game a home game for the Hornets technically but it was at Wake Forest versus the 76ers that was the only experience that I would have that I got during the internship that would have kind of been like a road game because we took a bus we took the team bus up to Wake Forest and it was cool to kind of experience a game day in another arena I had actually been to that arena before when Liberty played them in basketball a couple of years ago. So I was kind of familiar with the arena, but I had obviously never been in the under parts of the arena, um, walking around where the locker rooms are and stuff like that. So just getting to experience game day at another arena was super cool. Um, I remember one of the things that really stuck out to me from that game was, I don't know his name, but the the Sixers had a 7-4 undrafted rookie out of Florida State that at that time. And to go into any arena, they have to go through a metal detector and scan all your things just to make sure anything you're bringing in is safe um, as a security measure. And we were checking all our gear in, and I looked behind me to grab one of the bags. And one of the Sixers players was 7'4", and he was about 6 or 7 inches taller than the bar for the 
metal detector that you walk through just it was just something that blew my mind that i was actually around people that tall and it was just something that i'd never seen before it kind of blew my mind and then also when i was waiting to do coaches pregame outside the locker room the visiting team walked by me and out of nowhere joel Embiid just walked by me and it was kind of the first time that i had ever seen like a significant NBA star from another team kind of just walked by me. I mean, he was probably within like three to five feet of me. And it was just really weird seeing him walk by me. Like, I mean, obviously what was just heading towards the locker room, not doing anything. I didn't say anything to him, but it was just like, or just seeing somebody of his caliber, like up that close and personal. And that was just something really cool. And it was a really good game as well. But then also at the end we got to, or I got to experience what it would be like producing interviews at a road game and having to upload them from the team bus. Because when you're on a road game, especially if you're traveling in another city, you go down to the the area outside the locker room, wait for people to let you into the locker room, you shoot your interviews, pack up and leave and then you're working on the bus trying to get everything produced and then you upload it when you can and that was kind of the situation that we were in for this game as well because I got the coach post game interview and then interviewed some of the players as well and then we had to hit the bus as quick as possible and it was kind of a cool experience just being able to get to see what it would be like to do a game on the road and just get that experience for me as well and then trying to upload the interviews as much as as fast as we could with our phone hotspots using mobile data. Fast forward a week or so, and then we have opening night versus the Chicago Bulls. The Hornets got the W because of rookie PJ Washington having a fantastic performance on opening night. It was fun to be a part of the opening night and see how the Hornets do it for the first time because I've actually been to an opening night before. I was actually fortunate enough to go to the Celtics opening night in 2011 for LeBron's first game as a member of the Miami Heat. Looking back on it now, it's crazy to think that I actually got to experience that and I would have definitely appreciated it more than I did then. But it's just cool to think about that and remember back to what it was like that night and then compare it to how the Hornets did it. And it was just cool to be a part of another NBA opening night because that's not something that many people get to say they were a part of. The Hornets did have two home games before a tough four-game West Coast road trip in California. Um, The Hornets went two and two on this road trip. They had two games in LA against the Lakers and Clippers, which they lost. And then they had two games against the Warriors and the Sacramento Kings, and they won the final two games of that road trip but during that road trip we had a break where they obviously didn't have home have home games during this break I was able to thankfully go up to Liberty for a couple of days and hang out with some friends and go to a football game um, the weekend before Halloween which is super nice being close to Liberty was one of my favorite parts about being in Charlotte because I only had to drive about three hours to get to school versus about a 12-hour drive that I had if I was still in Massachusetts or in the New England area during the time while the team was on the road I had my laptop with me and I was able to get some stuff done while I was in Lynchburg. So that was super nice being able to work remotely during those couple of days um, and just see some friends in the meantime. When the Hornets got back home, they had, there was a big homestand ahead of them. They had a game against the Indiana Pacers, New Orleans Pelicans, and the Boston Celtics. This included the return of Kemba Walker, who is the Hornets' all-time leading scorer and who was the face of their franchise for the past eight years. The game against the Pacers was the first time that I actually got to see MJ in person. That was really cool getting to see someone who is idolized all across the world and especially the basketball world with my own two eyes. 
for the first time. So Kemba's return was really cool day as well. Um, there was a ton of media because everyone and their mother wanted to hear what Kemba had to say about being back in Charlotte. It was a great experience with the, with a ton of media there because I got to really be in a crowd of a media scrum and you know, make sure I got the best position front and center to shoot the interviews. And the game was also being broadcasted on TNT. The whole TNT crew was there with Reggie Miller and Chris Weber covering the game along with the whole NBC Sports Boston crew. So Brian Scalabrini was there along with the other announcers from NBC Sports Boston as well. Um, I actually ended up having a couple of family members say they saw me on the NBC Sports Boston broadcast during the pregame show and sent me, me a picture of me on the broadcast. And it was weird just seeing myself standing behind one one of the Celtics announcers. The whole experience was really neat to be on the floor getting to take in the video tribute and see what it meant to Kemba and still how much he meant to Charlotte, even though he was gone. He's been gone for a couple of months. Just to feel the energy in the in the Spectrum Center that night was absolutely incredible. I ended up creating a video recap of everything that I had shot that day, everything from the players walking into part of the interview. And then I ended up getting some game footage as well that I had shot from the the first concourse and I just sent it to my team because I thought it was, it was something cool that I would have and they ended up really liking it. Jay said to me, you can make some changes to it and we can put it on our YouTube page. So I said, yeah, that'd be awesome. I was able to use my footage along with some of the footage that other people in the video department got along with some of the TNT crew to put together a recap of the Kemba tribute in the game as well and it was able to go on the Hornets YouTube page and it's just cool that something that I created out of my own initiative the team was able to use and is still currently on their YouTube page as well. Fast forward about a week, they had, it was the last game of a, another homestand and they had a game versus the Detroit Pistons. Um, this was the game where Malik Monk hit a game-winning shot to stun the Detroit Pistons. This was the first game that I actually was given to, it was the first and the only game that I was given the chance to do a social recap. Kind of what I did during training camp, but the, of the game instead of a practice. Um, unfortunately, it ended up being one of the best games I had all year. I was super glad that that was the game that I was given the opportunity to recap. Um, it was cool because I was actually on the floor for that buzzer beater um, and just getting to see the crowd go absolutely nuts. And that was the same night that I had that interaction with Andre Drummond walking past me and ripping his jersey that I shared about in the first podcast that I did. And that was just a really cool experience, um, that game. That was still probably my favorite game, my, ho- my favorite home game that I worked during the internship. And then when the team went on the road, there were some other Spectrum Center events that I got to cover, such as different concerts. I got to work a Jonas Brothers concert um, and a Elton John concert. The Jonas Brothers concert, I ended up interviewing some fans and getting some B-roll to create a recap for the Spectrum Center social media accounts. That was definitely something cool that I enjoy doing um, kind of a change of pace from a sporting event, but still be able to interact with people and create something that um, people really enjoy being a part of. And then I also got to create a food recap video, which is honestly probably one of the favorite videos that I've ever made to this day. I was given the task of making a social recap of an event where they had the head chef of the Spectrum Center share with people of the media all the different new food options they were having in the arena. For, 
that upcoming year. And I got to interview the chef, have him talk about some of the different foods, got to showcase some of the new meals that they were creating, got to try some of them, and they were honestly really fantastic. Um, That was definitely just a cool experience being able to do something like that as well. And then after that Detroit game, there was a break and then we had Thanksgiving break. So I was able to go home for a week. They did have a home game. I was actually gone again against the Detroit Pistons, but I was able to miss that game and stay home for a week that it was really fun with family. Just it was nice to be home after being in Charlotte for about three months, three months at that point by myself. And when I got back from Thanksgiving break, we had about two and a half weeks left of the internship. And our internship project, which we had been working on all semester, was, was on that Monday back from Thanksgiving break. And that was another time where we had to dress up similarly to the first day, kind of dress up, doing a presentation. HR wanted us prepared for that type of situation if we were ever to encounter that in our professional lives, which I'm sure we will at some point. For my portion of our presentation, I created a video that we could use to advertise to different college students showing that some of the Hornets, because the Hornets were a very young team, like a lot of their stars were recently in college. So I was able to get some college highlights and show them in college and try to relate the local college students to some of the Hornets players um, and use it as an advertisement to advertise for the College Rush program. The whole purpose of the project was to figure out how to utilize the College Rush program better and how to advertise it better to the local college students in the Charlotte area. And that was just something that we had worked on all semester and we were happy with how our presentation came out. That Monday back was super long because we also had our first home game of a five-game long homestand, which was a season high, against the Phoenix Suns. Um, Because game days are long in general, as I said before, but having that presentation, um, having to be in pretty early and then being there all day and then having the game that night as well just made it for a super long day, but it was super fun as well. And then Within the last two weeks of the internship, I had an event that I was able to cover where Bismack Biombo, who is one of the centers for the Charlotte Hornets, had an event where he brought in kids from the Charlotte area from a bunch of different schools and he gave them a all-access arena tour along with getting to practice or getting to play on the practice court. And he also gave them a bunch of gear. It was either donated by Dix or Jordan Brand or some of the other Hornets partners. And just being able to see the reactions on those kids' faces when they were eventually told what the surprise was and what they were getting. Just just when they saw the jerseys and the shoes and the basketballs on the chairs and they started running towards it, like that was one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Just the pure joy in a kid's face. Because it's obviously being an adult, you don't see something like, that very often um, and just being able to see the pure joy in their faces was something that um, I'll never forget and was a super awesome experience because um, they did that as a part of the season of giving because this was in December so it was right around Christmas time this was honestly one of the favorite moments of my, the internship because being able to see the kids reaction what they got was absolutely incredible I mean I was just assigned this task because it's something that needed to be done and that the team needed to cover but it ended up being something that was one of my favorite moments of the entire experience Experience. The last home game that I got to cover 
for the Hornets was one on a last second shot by Miles Bridges against the Washington Wizards. Um, I'm really glad that the internship did end up on a W, at least for home games. And then the last couple of weeks for the internship were fun and bittersweet because, you know, I've been working with these people, whether it be some of the other interns or people in the digital team, like I've been working with them side by side for about four months now. And it was sad to think like, I'm not going to be able to see them every day. Um, so I really became, or I really enjoyed the people that I was working with and had a great time while doing so. And it was in, within the last week of the internship, HR ended up putting on a little party for us. They ended up giving renting out some lanes at a bowling alley across the street from the arena and they get, got us food and just had some fun over there. And it was cool to um, it was cool to spend the time as a whole intern group because obviously we would w- see some of the interns if we worked close to each other, but some of them we wouldn't see every day or you just didn't work with them on a daily basis, but it was cool to have everybody all together for one final time and just being able to hang out and share about different memories from the internship and about life and just everything that was going on. Um, so the last day of my internship was that Friday, December 13th. I ended up going into the arena um, and turning in at all the work issued stuff, whether it be my laptop, the hard drive that I was given to store everything on. Um, and then I also turned in my cred- my game day credential and my ID badge as well. And then on the last day, I also ended up getting to pick out one thing that I wanted in the fan shop that Matt ended up getting for me as a thank you for everything that I did over my time for the internship. I had been eyeing a teal one of the teal warm-up jackets that the players wear every game that they wear a certain uniform. And it was something that I really cool, but I always thought like, you know, it's way too expensive, like a Jordan brand, like warm-up jacket. Um, but he said, pick anything that you wanted so that's what I ended up going with and it's still one of the favorite things that I own and I still wear it all the time yeah I still I still wear all my Hornets gear all the time um it's some of the comfiest stuff that I own on the last day, I was also able to show my mom the arena before we went back to the place that I was staying and pack up my car and start the drive back to Massachusetts. But yeah, overall, it was a great experience and something that I'll never forget. If you're someone that is considering interning or applying for a full-time job in a digital department or with any professional sports team, I would highly recommend it, um, especially even if you're an intern and it's an unpaid internship, if you have the means to make it possible, I would definitely do so. Um, the, my internship with the Hornets was unpaid. They did end up giving us two grand throughout the semester to help cover um, rent or food or whatever we needed. But if you do have the means to take an internship, even if it, even if it's unpaid, do it. Like the value that you will get out of the internship is far greater than any dollar amount that you can get working a paid internship um, potentially somewhere that might not be with a professional sports team, especially if sports is something that you really want to do. Sometimes the sacrifice um, is definitely worth it. Obviously, every team and department are different, um, but just from my experience, I would recommend it if you have that opportunity or if you're passionate about it, but you think that working for a professional sports team is a reach, go for it. I mean, what's the worst they can do? Say no if you're applying for a job. Honestly, I thought that me getting the internship was a reach, but thankfully I was able to get the position and now I have an N- working for an NBA team on my resume as I'm currently looking for another job. The worst they can do is say no, but the best they can do is say yes and change your life. So definitely if you think a job is out of your range, but you really want it, just go for it. 
So one of the other things that this internship really did for me was it rounded my view of the sports world. Because in school, I worked for my school's television sports network. So I was covering games and doing the whole broadcast side. But then through the internship, it allowed me to see a whole new side of how a professional sports team is run, how a team manages its social media channel, and how content is created, planned, and executed. It allowed me to see how many different departments of the organization can work as a unit to accomplish the goal of putting out a completed product every day, whether it be what you see on the court or on their website or people doing stuff out in the community. Like it allowed me to become fully developed in my view of the sports world because I had seen the television broadcast side before, but now I got to see an organizational side as well. That really helped shape the view of the sports world that I have today. And then one of the other things that I really appreciated about the internship was how much I was considered to be just another one of the team members and not really an intern. And I was made aware of this at the beginning. Jace told me before that I got there that I would have a ton of responsibility and that it wasn't going to be like a normal internship. And I was totally okay with that. With me being considered a team member that came with a lot of responsibility though, I did everything from sitting on meetings and helping critique videos to being relied on to get certain interviews and go to practice on days when nobody else would be there and get this content out in a timely manner as well. One of the big things that was really enforced down in Charlotte for me was how important it is to be a team player because there were multiple instances where there was a team member on the road and he would be responsible for getting the post-game interviews from both Coach James Borrego and a certain amount of players and he might not have enough time to produce all of the videos and then upload them on Hornets.com from a mobile hotspot. So what I would always tell whoever was on the road was send me or transfer me the video files just in case you can't get them uploaded or if you can get one done, then I'll do the rest and get them uploaded because I know how important it is to get the content out as fast as possible because in sports, time is money. So I definitely just wanted to be a team player. I'm always somebody that if I can help somebody out, I will. But yeah, I was just always ready to help out whenever my assistance was needed and I liked doing that very much. If you want to see any of the videos that I've talked about producing during my time with the Hornets, go over to my website, davidhevener.com. You can see everything from my demo reel to all the other videos that I produced with the Hornets there. This internship opportunity was an amazing experience and it's something that I will forever be grateful for. And no matter where I end up working in the sports world or what teams that I'm following, whether because for the NBA growing up in Boston, I've always liked the Celtics and and I've also liked Oklahoma City ever since they drafted Kevin Durant. Um, obviously he's gone, he's long gone, but I've still followed them recently because they've always been an exciting team to watch. But no matter where I end up working for, who I'm rooting for, Charlotte will always have a special place in my heart because they were the first team that believed enough in me to give me that shot and go out and live my dream. Thanks for listening to today's story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
and can potentially learn something from it as well. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. It would mean a lot to me and it would help the ratings as well. DM me if you have any requests or questions and I'd be happy to answer them for you. Be sure to follow the podcast on all of its social media platforms for the most up-to-date content and information regarding the podcast and I will see all of you next time. Woo!